everyone, this is Pastor Sid coming to you on Mother's Day, May 10th, 2020. Hard to believe. Happy Mother's Day to all of our moms out there. Uh, we appreciate you. Many of us have uh, had our moms to go on, and some are still here, and some are yet to be mothers. But we appreciate all of uh, moms, and uh, I'm sure you're just like uh, I am, and the way my siblings feel that we had the best mom in the whole world. And I know you've heard me talk about Miss Olena a lot. And she loved roses, any color. And so today I just want to wrap up a big bouquet and send them off to her in heaven and tell her how much I love her. And uh, and I know you want to do the same with your mother. And if they're not here, and if they are here, or even if you can't get two of them, give them a call send them a, a message and i know some people can't even get to folks and hug them right now what an awful uh feeling that is i'm sure but we all love our mothers and appreciate the love that they have shown because there truly cannot be anything greater than a mother's love today i uh, want to speak to you uh, a little bit about finding happiness in a troubled world we're definitely in troubled times, and we have troubled hearts, heavy hearts. Uh, of course, among the pandemic, we uh, feel stressed out, and uh, I've been to a restaurant a couple of times and uh, wore my mask, and uh, uh, I encourage you to wear a mask and be uh, as careful as you possibly can, possibly can. I don't know when we will uh, get back into the church building, the bishop uh, saying probably uh, maybe another month and a half or so before we do that. Um, but we're still reaching out and people are being blessed. And I miss seeing everyone. I do appreciate your calls and me calling you. And if you uh, need to talk to someone, don't hesitate to call me. Call me on my cell because I never check the house number. And so do uh, call the cell number. And I do appreciate each of you and think of you often in my prayers or with you. You hear the lectionary uh, passage today from the Holy Gospel of Jesus Christ according to uh, St. John in the 14th chapter. May Christ be in our thinking and our speaking and in our hearts. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself, so that where I am, there you may be also. And you know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you're going. How can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am, I am, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you know me, you will know my Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, show us God, and we will be satisfied. 
Jesus said to him, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still do not know me? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father, has seen God. How can you say, show us the Father? And Jesus goes on to say, believe in me. Believe in God, believe also in me. And I'm going to send you the Holy Spirit. I'm going to send you an advocate, someone to comfort you, to teach you things. And I'm going to come again and receive you to myself. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. There's a lot of things going on in the world right now. A lot of things that bring us uh, anxiety, that brings distrust and mistrust among people. There are those that are uh, sorrowful because of the loss of their loved ones from disease. And then we have situations like in Glen County of a senseless taking of a life. And we don't understand why people do things like that. We can't even fathom why. In 2020, we're still dealing with those kinds of things. We see an 84-year-old woman in Buckhead beaten brutally over a, a robbery. An 84-year-old woman. A 25, 26-year-old man, young man. One that obviously was racially motivated, or at least seems to be. Hard not to see it. Definitely seems senseless either way. Other crimes that we just don't understand. People preying on uh, older folks. And, and no one is exempt from blame and they're exempt from uh, being victimized in this world. We all... And I'm not saying that that uh, this is not uh, something that's very important. We do know that uh, very often people of color are, uh, even in this pandemic, we're seeing higher numbers of folks in, in lower socioeconomic situations uh, that are not getting the medical care that, that they deserve and we know that people hold and harbor harbor uh great prejudice and hate against folks but we've all got to change that from wherever it's coming and and whoever's doing it for whatever reason people preying on older people people stealing people hating I know the situation that we're in and it makes it very difficult with all the stress that's placed on us, uh, sometimes because of financial situations, loss of jobs, people are afraid, stressed out. I get it. 
But there's no excuse for people hating folks for their race, for their gender, for their gender identification, for their religion, for their sex, for their sexual orientation, for their origin, for the color of their skin. There's just no room for that. And what we say, and I'm talking to everybody, but I'm talking today particularly for those of us who call ourselves disciples of Christ, followers of Jesus, there is no room for hatred for people. Yeah, we get upset with folks, we get angry, but we're to give 70 times 7. That's just a number Jesus said to them. Just to make a point, you got to forgive folks and you got to get over your anger and not let it go down, uh, you know, on you. And, and, and if you can reconcile with people, reconcile and whatever. But Jesus says, I give you a commandment. Love God first with all your heart, your mind and soul and love your neighbor, whatever that neighbor looks like, believes, uh, Whatever the case may be, you love that neighbor as you love yourself. Who is my neighbor? Jesus said, look around you. You know, everybody's your neighbor. And so love that person. And you say, Sid, you got to be kidding. I can't love everybody. Well, you may not love everything about somebody, but you better start learning how to love people. Let God's love. Jesus said the only way that you can see the Father is if you do these things, if you keep my commandments. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Why is that commandment? Why did Jesus say? Love God and neighbor. It's pretty simple. Don't do any harm. Do good. Stay in love with God. Do good works. Not to put uh, conditions on your love. What if God put conditions on our love? His love toward us. So we should do the same. And you say, well, Sid, you, you're just a dreamer. You're just this and that. Well, maybe I am. I would like to see us, I wish that we have evolved out of racial hate, racial discord, uh, uh, class discord, uh, religious discord, and all of that stuff, but we haven't. We've come a long way, I think, in many ways, but it seems like when we take steps forward, we step back. Um, when we have seen such wonderful, marvelous advances in our time, technological and scientific, even great spiritual awakenings. Karl Barth, the great uh, theologian, German theologian, once was lecturing some students, and someone asked, are any other religions other than Christianity valid in showing God? And Karl Barth, the great Christian theologian, said, religion is not where you find God. It's not where God has revealed God's self. God revealed God's self in his son. There are great religions in the world. Islam, Judaism, Christianity, Hinduism. But for me, I've said it many times, I believe in the Christian faith. 
in that God has revealed God's self through his son, Jesus Christ. If that's not your thing, that's between you and God. If you have no faith, that's between you and your maker. But for us, for those of us who call ourselves followers of Jesus, we have an obligation to overcome these obstacles. We should be the light of the world and leading the way and not making barriers. Well, you say, well, this is my right, this is my right, this is my right. Well, okay, work through all of that. But if you're not doing it in love and you're not doing it by being colorblind, and I mean all eyes should be colorblind. All hearts should be pure. All hearts should be forgiven hearts. And all should be working for justice and for harmony and for living together and working our way to a greater society. You know, we just need to laugh sometimes and not take ourselves so seriously at times. I know it's serious. I don't mean to make light of these things, but sometimes we cause more problems than we really need in our own lives. Reminds me of Will Rogers, the great humorist at the uh, turn of the century, and he was known for being able to get a laugh out of people. And Calvin Coolidge was known as Silent Cap, and he uh, became president after Warren Harding died in office. And uh, Will Rogers went to uh, meet him at the White House. And uh, Calvin Coolidge was known to say, be a man of few words and never cracked a smile. So he, uh, Will Rogers was introduced by uh, the secretary there. Uh, that Will Rogers has arrived, Mr. President. Uh, Mr. Calvin Coolidge, this is Will Rogers, and back and forth. And he walked over and shook the president's hand and said, could you give me that name again? And it's said that Calvin Coolidge just broke out in laughter, completely uncharacteristic. Now, whether or not that's a true story, I don't know. But sometimes it's just the little things when we realize that we're just all humans. It's not titles, it's not uh, degrees, it's not uh, our socioeconomic status that makes us who we are, our race, or our religion, all those things. It's because we're human beings that makes us who we are. And it's the God who created us and put us on this earth to show a wonderful thing that God is, uh, that we should be evolving to something better and not devolving. So how do we do that? Jesus says, well, you believe in God, believe also in me. Times are tense, times are troubling. But Jesus said something really uh, profound to Philip when Philip said, well, uh, Jesus, show us the Father, show us God. And in the same passage, Jesus turned around him and said, You've been with me all this time and you still haven't seen God? You haven't seen the Father? Well, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. 
If you've seen the Son, you've seen the Father. Didn't you see me raise the dead and heal the sick and uh, forgive the sins and, and, and you know, cleanse the lepers, which people, uh, Samaritans, folks looked down on and all the prejudices that were there? I broke all of those barriers, all those social norms, and you still been with me all this time. I fed the multitudes. I went out of my way to do things. And you still, Philip, haven't seen God? And listen, no matter what name you have on your door, whether it's United Methodist, Protestant, Catholic, or any other religion, or no religion, the only way Jesus is saying, if you, if you haven't seen God in what I'm doing, you're not going to see him. You're not going to see God. How can we say with all the time that we have spent in the building, in Sunday school, listening to pastor after pastor, study privately, go to a, a formal school to learn about God and still can't see the simple thing, love God with all your heart and love your neighbor as yourself and there you have fulfilled what God wants you to do. It all falls in place. Well, folks, that's a simple message. It's a hard, obviously very difficult uh, order to fill. But we who profess so much, this historic confession of our Christian faith, I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was received by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead and ascended into heaven. And from there he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. Amen. Oh God, we thank you for loving us, for caring for us, for keeping us. We pray, God, that you would help us to look past the color of skin, the creeds, the flesh that we see there, but to see you, God, in everyone else. Help us to be instruments of peace, instruments of justice, instruments of love. Help us, O oh Lord, to understand each other, to at least seek to, and not just from one side to the other, but all humankind. Help us, God, to continue to reach out to those who need help financially, 
who need food, who need healing in their bodies, to pray for those. We pray for Dorothy Welch, my colleague, and those on our prayer list who need your help. And we hear good news and we hear struggles. And pray for those who are mourning and for that community down in Glen County and, 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 and across our country and across our world. God, help us to get it together. Show us, God, but you've already shown us. Just help us to see it, for goodness sakes. To see the love of God and to express the love of God that you want expressed in our life. That's why you said, Emmanuel, God with us, God revealed in us and through us. Help us, Lord, to be the fulfillment of what you would have us to be as your people. And as we go, before we go, we're gonna hear music from uh, our wonderful accompanist, Gail Ayers, and we thank you for her. We thank you, Lord, for those who give. And we thank you, Lord, that you love us, and we ask all these things in the name of the Good Shepherd who taught us to pray, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. Forgive our sins, forgive our debts as we forgive those who trespass against us, who are our debtors, who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Deliver us from the evil of this world. Deliver us from the hatred of this world. Deliver us from the injustice of this world. But lead us to your kingdom, Lord, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever and ever. Amen and amen and amen. As you know, we're away from the building and I've reminded you time and again that we need you to send your tithes and your offerings to the treasurer so we can meet our expenses as we're out of the building. As we leave and go, we thank you, God, and pray, Lord, that you would bless your people and send them in peace in the name of the Father, our God, in his Son, Jesus Christ, and in the Holy Spirit, in the Holy Presence, both now and forevermore.